Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 12th and 13th chapters. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you say at once a shower is coming, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say there will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites! You know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? And why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? As you go with your accuser before the magistrate, make an effort to settle with him on the way, lest he drag you to the judge, and the judge hand you over to the officer, and the officer put you in prison. I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the very last penny. There were some present at that very time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those eighteen on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put on manure. Then if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who had had a disabling spirit for eighteen years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are freed from your disability. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight, and she glorified God. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, There are six days in which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. And the Lord answered him, You hypocrites! Does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the manger and lead it away to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for eighteen years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? As he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's Word, we welcome Pastor James Preuss from Trinity Lutheran Church in Ottumwa, Iowa. I don't go to church because churches are full of hypocrites. Well, there's always room for one more. Every, every Sunday, church-attending Christian loves that comeback. And that it fits in a tweet makes it all the more authoritative. 
But we should be careful about calling Christians hypocrites. Yes, Article 8 of the Augsburg Confession acknowledges that hypocrites are mingled with believers in the church on earth, but we should not call Christians hypocrites. Hypocrites are not Christians. They're unbelievers. Hypocrites will be condemned to hell. Now, I know what is meant in this comeback. Hypocrites are those who say one thing and do another. All Christians confess God's law to be good, and yet we sin. We're all a bunch of hypocrites. But that's not what our Lord means by hypocrite in this text. Jesus calls the crowd hypocrites because they do not know how to interpret the present time. That is, they aren't reading the signs that Jesus is the Messiah who has promised to come. Hypocrites don't recognize the time because they don't set their minds on the things of God, but on the things of men. Their gaze is on the ground, not on God. That is why they tithe mint and cumin, but neglect the weightier matters of the law, like justice, mercy, and faithfulness. That is why they get angry at Jesus for healing a daughter of Abraham on the Sabbath. That is why they seek praise from men at the expense of God's reward. If you are a hypocrite, you will not recognize the time. Don't be a hypocrite. To not be a hypocrite, you need to to judge. People think that only hypocrites judge, but hypocrites judge falsely, outside of their authority, based on their own standards. They exclude themselves from their own judgment. But to avoid being a hypocrite, you must judge. You must judge yourself. You must judge your faith. You must judge the doctrine that is taught to you. Judge for yourself what is right based on God's word. Because if you do not make a proper judgment, you will be found a hypocrite. To not be a hypocrite, you must repent. The signs of the age haven't changed, have they? Our Galileans are children in school shootings. Our Tower in Siloam victims are casualties of airplane crashes. These signs of death are calls to repentance for all. Finally, to not be a hypocrite, you must recognize that Jesus comes with salvation. The hypocrites were angry that Jesus healed the woman in the synagogue. The righteous saw it as a clear sign that Jesus came to fix what was broken, to bring salvation. Are you a hypocrite? Have you kept your focus earthbound and set on upon Christ and his coming? Repent and go to church. Church is where you will recognize your salvation. Church is where Christ turns hypocrites into truly righteous people by forgiving them, by washing away their filthy righteousness, and replacing it with his true righteousness. Don't be a hypocrite. Go to church. Amen. We thank Pastor James Preuss from Trinity Lutheran Church in Ottumwa, Iowa, for today's meditation on God's Word.